Hey, this is Vince Van. I appreciate you for tuning into the Black Grass Club. Listen, man, today I want to talk about um, this information that we received out of D.C. And they're talking about the death of Terrence Sterling. For those of you that don't know, Terrence Sterling, Sterling was shot and killed by police in 2016, ironically on September 11th. Um, he was driving um, his motorcycle. He was trying to get around uh, the police cars. Uh, however, he he um, you know he got into an accident and hit the police car. Um, the reports were initially that he rammed his motorcycle into the police cars, and that um, he was tussling with officers. After internal investigation, those reports are now um, proved to be false. Um, the internal investigation were able to reenact the crime scene after their investigation, and they found out that the reports of um, Sterling tussling with officers um, that was false. Um, the talks about um, him ramming his car, his motorcycle into the car, was also false. Um, after the internal investigation. Uh, one of the officers, Officer Brian Trainer, uh, he fired the fatal shots uh, in his partner, Jordan Palmer, who was with him. Uh, they violated multiple department policies during this incident. Uh, the investigation also showed that um, Trainer, his uh, report that initially talked about him, um, his leg being injured because he was pinned down. The reports came out that he never was pinned down. He actually struck his leg on his own police car. Um, this is just, you know, this is just another incident of police brutality that goes unchecked in this country. Um, this is an extensive 34-page report. Um, it also notes that Sterling had been trying to make his way around the cruiser. So he's trying to get around the cruiser. Uh, and he was not ramming it into the cruiser as it was shown um, Trader did not say anything about that. Um, he said that um, the motorcyclist was armed and dangerous. That was proved to be a lie. What is so, um, I guess, disheartening about this story is the fact that after all of this uh, information, um, the prosecution, um, the prosecutors produced their information to uh, grand juror, but the grand juror was not allowed to vote on if they want to move forward with the prosecution of these two officers. This 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 is hurts. This hurts because you have a family that lost a loved one um, and they lost a loved one. And for years, for about a year and a half, they were told that their loved one was the reason for their own death. Right. They, they were told that their loved one was armed. Their loved one um, initiated the contact with the officers. But this is now proved to be a lie. Um, this is this is just another report. There's so many that have happened that came forth in the past years in regards to police brutality. Hey, I'm not saying that all officers are bad because that's just not the reality of it. But we have to make sure if we want to have a true uh, relationship, a positive relationship between the community and our officers, we have to make sure we come down hard on officers who abuse their shield. And this is just another critical um, case that is in D.C. And we know, you know, me being in D.C., I've seen these relationships between officers and those in certain wards where it is very, it is very, very, very uh, abusive. 
And, you know, I think that if we want to truly allow these relationships to be positive, we have to make sure we end rulings like this. You know, this guy comes to show that he was trying to move around the officers on his motorcycle, um, hit the officers by accident. And as he was trying to get up from his cycle, I mean, showing that the officers start tussling with him. Officers shot him multiple times. He's unarmed, man. This is an unarmed black male on a motorcycle. He shot multiple times on September 11, 2016. You know, this is this is very um, tragic. So stick to him. Keep him. You know, t- Twitter me, um, tweet me at Vince J Van, um, Instagram at Vince J Van, and we're gonna have a dialogue right now about the reality between the relationship between officers and our community. This is Vince Van and the Black Grass Club. Hey, this is Vince Van and um, this is Black Grass Club. Um, so we're talking about the ruling right now of Terrence Sterling. After Turner investigation, it was showed that Terrence Sterling was trying to get around the police officers and also that he was not a threat to the two officers. Um, this is just another case of what is going on um, within certain communities across the country. As, as I conclude, I just want to say this, you know, it's important that we have the officers that understand the people within our community. You can't be afraid of black people and try to protect black people. You know, I think that's that's how we have officers that are counterproductive to our community. I'm not saying that every officer that serves black communities have to be black. But you must understand the mindset, the struggle, and the reality of these black communities so that certain things that may just be how we communicate, how we relate, is not seen as a threat to you because you didn't grow up in these communities. You know, sometimes I, it just it just pains me to hear some of these officers and where they're from. You know, I saw an officer that was, he's um, a police officer in D.C., but he grew up in Kansas. You know, I, I never understand. You have officers that's from D.C. that never lived in D.C. So the only time they're in D.C. is when they're trying to fill their time sheet and they're trying to fill their time blocks in Southeast D.C. And I think that's problematic because now you're telling me your only interaction with black folk is when you're trying to arrest black folk. And that is very problematic. And we're seeing this across the country uh, as it pertains to the relations between the community and our officers. I'm not saying that every officer has to be black, but I'm saying that if you are an officer in the black community, you must understand the struggle and the reality of the inner cities. You know, that if we have more officers that, you know, maybe this is training, maybe this is diversity training. Um, but if you want to be in our communities, you must understand what comes with that. And there's a true reality of that. You know, the Jewish community, um, they protect their own. They understand their own. And I think we have to be honest uh, with that. Is that coming up with a private police department? Um, I'm not sure. But I think if you are an officer within the inner cities in this country, um, you have to go through some type of training to understand the people that you are supposed to be uh, protecting and serving. That is what an officer is. You are a public servant. And we do not see officers as a public servant. You know, when I see officer in the black community, um, I'm making sure that everything around me, uh, especially when I'm in a car, 
is correct, you know, and, and that's not, you know, how we should drive. That's not how we should walk. That's not how we should interact with officers. It's not about fear. Um, officers are meant to protect us and serve us. And I think if um, we want true relationship that form, we must have these true dialogues about what it means to be a public servant and not dictators. And I think when we do that, that's when we'll start seeing change between um, the relationship between our communities and these officers. Hey, this is Vince Van. Uh, shout out to Anchor for allowing us to host the Black Grass Club podcast here and stick in tune every week as we release new content on our channel. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Vince J Van and also on Twitter at Vince J Van. Thank you. And this is the Black Grass Club podcast.